Sitting down in your car as you shut the door, you pull out your phone to begin the GPS. You click in the directions, and before you know it, you are focused on where you're headed with your foot on the gas. Admiring the road before you, your attention begins to gain clarity on another thought, and you feel called to turn on the Incredible Conversations podcast. A warm, secure feeling overcomes you. Your breathing gets deeper, your mind gets clearer, and your heart begins to open again. You know that the moment you turn it on, you will be immersed in a wholehearted conversation destined to expand your awareness in incorporating universal law, learning about conscious health, optimizing your energy with astrology, and super fueling your success. You feel like you're sitting with an old friend when you hear, Welcome to Incredible Conversations with me, Isabel. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I'm really excited to be here. We are recording like a maniac today. I want to share that I have been invited through this intuitive process of listening to my inner desires and what I want to voice, voicing that desire and being gifted an opportunity despite what I was presented as an obstacle at the time. And I will be traveling internationally for the first time since 2019. I am beyond elated for this moment in time. It's a true homecoming for me, meeting like-minded individuals in person that I have known through the ethers since I lived in Alaska and maybe even a little bit before. And it feels very nurturing for the soul. And so this is where I have felt very in my power. And I want to discuss today, above all else, how we can gain control over our lives using a one decision strategy, seeing discipline as an agent of progress forward that is nourishing, compassionate, expansive and not dragging or tiring, exhausting, overwhelming. That's the complete opposite energy that we want to fall into, in my opinion, when we are creating, because if we're not excited, if we are not overflowing with this curiosity and creativity and purpose, this mindfulness, this pure intention of revolutionizing what is happening around us, then the energy that we put in that project and that people will receive will not be reflected. And if our energy is overwhelmed, exhausted, depleted, that is what people might receive on the other end and most likely will receive. It will be less engaging, less enthralling, and overall a learning period. (laughs) So that is what we're going to be discussing in today. This episode was inspired by a dear friend that I had met back in Colorado about becoming the creative force in your own life. So I'm going to be talking about this in a couple different sectors, and it's going to be a quick and dirty episode because like I said, I'm recording like a maniac so that I will be prepared to have all of the podcasts scheduled and automated for the time that I leave for this trip. I will be gone from beginning of October to the middle towards the end of October. 
So it's going to be really intense, but exciting. And I will want nothing to do with social media during that time. <laughs> so <laughs> this is my best tactic. So today we're going to start with talking about the fall energy, the transition, the new moon that we had in Libra just this past weekend on the 25th, and then how we can utilize these energies, find balance, hit a routine, and set ourselves up for success so that we can gain control in our life. I'm going to then explain what gaining control in your life, becoming that creative force, looks like to us as individuals. And this is going to be unique to you because my process is different than your process. And this is a big message that I've come face to face with. I, of course, I'm in a coaching container. I don't have one-to-one access, needless to say, but I'm in this container where it's group access. And I really enjoy that. And it hit me very strongly that although I can take and learn and observe and see what works for other people, I, at the end of the day, must listen to what feels good for me, what works for me, what works for where I'm at, because no one else is where I'm at and no one else knows my ins and outs like I do. And so this is really forming that trust with ourselves, that trust is beyond bountiful for where we are going. And so with that, we'll be talking about what that can look like and what declaration of choices can really allow us to move forward in that creative process. And then discipline. Discipline being not a grueling or unsatisfying operation system, but it being a guiding light, it being the lighthouse for you to see where you're going so that you can go from the dark, mysterious, unknown, exactly where you want to go that is lighted. It's a path. It's distinct. You have direction. And in that light beam, you get to move around and flow and create. So it's exactly the masculine and the feminine energetics. Masculine energetics, everyone has, meaning you hold the container, you are the structure, you are the mountain. Feminine energetics, which everybody has, it is the flowing, water-like, creative, exciting, enthusiastic energy that flows, that can just move sporadically and about it. But If you just have an empty glass without water, it's kind of pointless. You're just carrying around an empty glass. (laughs) And if you just have water, well, it's going to go on the floor because it doesn't have anything to go into. So how are you going to drink it? Thus, we need to have both. We get to have both within us and we get to find out how we balance that in ourselves. And that's a beautiful part of this whole world. So... First and foremost, I love you. Thank you so much for being here. You're a gracious human being, a pure pure miracle in this life. And I appreciate you for listening. We'll start with fall energy. So as we say goodbye to our beloved summer and we transition into the crisp, cool fall, the unusual Transition energy falls upon us. LOL. That wasn't a pun. 
<laughs> but there's two roads that we get to go down at this point in time. And I say it like this because if you listen to last week's episode where we talked to the beautiful tall, she explained how we have six planets in retrograde. We have Saturn, Jupiter, Mercury, Uranus, Pluto, and Neptune. All of the outer planets, planets, excuse me, and Mercury are in retrograde. Mercury will go direct in the beginning of October, which isn't too far away now. However, <laughs> it's still a very introspective time, full of inner reflection. And so where do you stand? And I want you to close your eyes, take a big deep breath. Exhale at your own pace and keep the eyes closed if it's safe for you to do so, if you feel comfortable. And see just what is true for you. What is your reality? Are you jovial and focused or falling into repeated patterns? Are you trusting your process or the external drives the internal? Are you aligning with your desires or is frustration, anger, and worry leading you? Are you utilizing structure and discipline or are you relying on leaky energy where things are getting crumbled and mishaps are happening, miscommunication might be happening, just very odd-ended issues come up. Are you using boundaries, setting them, and going against mediocrity? Are you codependent and relying on those tendencies? Are you looking inward versus blaming outward? Or are you sacrificing your own values? Is there a right and wrong? No, neither of these outcomes are inherently bad. However, one is a stance of resistance, blockages, and not facing reality. Whereas the other is trusting in your own ability to make decisions that you are making decisions that are going to be fruitful for you later on down the road, that you know where you want to go and that you are open to trying a system for a set period of time, go back, audit, see what works, what doesn't, and then reestablishing the strategy from there. I'm sorry if this sounds like a business model. I'm honestly witnessing myself develop more in a business mindset orientated way and it's felt really good to accept it so bear with me <laughs> because I want to share a powerful routine for you to align your energy every single day try this for at least the next two weeks and see what happens do what I just said try it out trust the process Follow the dang GPS, baby. Follow it to a T. And when you get to the destination, you get to the end of the two weeks, do your audit, go back. Did trust like did, did trusting this routine help you? Did it feel good? Did it replenish you? Was it compassionate felt? Did you feel safe, protected? Like you grew in a way of knowing who you are as an individual. <laughs> because if you put in the GPS and then you question the GPS, 
you are not trusting the process. And that's what that means. If you are trying to go from Reno to Las Vegas and you put in the GPS and you get on, but you're like, oh, wait, this doesn't, I'm not used to this. I could just go this, this other way. You are doubting that you can be led, that you can trust that this is a safe thing to trust. And it's stepping out of comfortability. But I really just want to lay down the point that you don't put in the GPS coordinates to not follow the GPS. So give yourself the time. And it's going to feel freaky for maybe a couple of days because it could be very unusual for you to follow this practice. And if it is, better yet, because that means the transformation will be even bigger. And not to say if you are attuned to this practice already, you cannot amp it up and have it create a more meaningful or larger shift for you, or maybe a more potent shift is a better word to say. So here it is. Adopt a meditation practice that works for you. Not everybody is a sit down for 15 minutes to one hour kind of person. It It's full of unsafety. They, they can't handle it. And it does take time to become used to meditation. This gal who is talking to you right now did not have an easy time with this at first. But it's allowing that self-discipline to be harnessed and then harvested and you practice and you grow and you learn and you dial it in you refine and that's what it is it's an art of focusing the mind to calm down to reserve your energy to strengthen the mental over the physical to persevere to become resilient meditation I think is the most important part of this whole thing. If you choose to only do one of these bits of this routine, there's six bits, write them down. So the first one's meditation. You can sit, you can walk and meditate. You can write a word, an intention on a piece of paper, put in your pocket, go for a silent walk, no music, no noise, go with your pups or your cats, whatever you like to walk, your babies, and focus on that intention. Or you can go to the gym, work out, set an intention. Let that be your meditation. Be very focused. Don't be on your phone. Don't go on social media when you're at the gym. Stop clicking through a million different things and getting out of the rhythm. That's what kills the energy. So meditate. Number two, journal your feelings and your dreams if possible upon waking. And whether you journal at night or early in the morning is great. However, if you wake up in the morning, you can just dump. Just start with a sentence, stream of consciousness, and let yourself go for a page, two pages, three pages. Put a song on. Whatever makes you feel good as a timer. You can set a legit timer, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you want. But give yourself that space to just dump your mind out it's like if you really needed to go to the bathroom and you weren't allowing yourself to go number two but you felt that uncomfortable push excuse me on the colon area you're like I'm gonna explode my pants if I don't get to a toilet that is how the brain can feel 
very just like <laughs> it's so funny this is my analogy it's uncomfortable I'm not sure how many of you may have felt this before I certainly have and it's a horrible feeling to have to go to the bathroom number two especially that badly where you need to run to the toilet when you finally get to your destination. So the mind can work in a similar way. If we do not dump out our mind, <laughs> then we're going to have some pressure building up and it's not going to feel very good. It's going to make us hot, sweaty, anxious, irritated, snappy. Oh yeah, all the things. So you get it. And like, if you can go to the next level, share your dreams in your journal, write them down, whatever you can remember. And if you can't remember them, write down your feelings upon waking up. And then you will begin to slowly but surely remember your dreams. Right now is a potent time for dreams due to the astrology with Neptune and Mercury. And y'all, I've been having some wacky dreams. I won't lie. I'm a very lucid and vivid dreamer. And sometimes they're really scary. So depicting what they mean can be very helpful to calm my energy down. And so I know it's helped me. Maybe it can help you. Number three is create space for movement to release stagnant chi. Chi is energy in the body. And we do not want stagnant chi in the body because it's lethargic. It's tiring. It's achy. It is... As if a depression sets in, it's not utilizing hormones that can activate oxytocin release in the body or any other kind of happy hormone release that is commonly known to come out during exercise. And we want those to happen. We want those. And when they don't, we get crusty and the cobwebs start to form and then we start to lose it. And then we feel bad. And then we get into this negative rut of not moving forward. And so 15 minutes at least, y'all, go for a walk. If you work for an hour, get up and walk for 10 minutes. Take a breathing break. Y'all can go out for smoking breaks. Why can't we go out for breathing breaks? So get up, force yourself to take a pause. I promise it will not end your life and you will feel so much better especially if you sit at a desk all day. We are not created to sit at a desk all day. Although 50% of uh, the United States population is now considered obese, not just overweight, but obese. So take that information and do what you will with it. However, let's aim to drop that number. We've never had that high of overweight or obesity before ever it's very alarming and very sad i will not continue on with that because that's a tangent in itself however i'm very passionate that we all feel good in our bodies and why would we not want to ah! so please go move your body move your body wake up get outside move your body sunshine on your face on your eyelids on your skin get the feet your earth in the on the ground Immerse yourself in the good, natural world. You will feel so much calmer. Number four, eat nourishing food and naturally sourced H2O. 
the thing, that liquid coming out of your tap, full of fluoride, chemicals that aren't good for us, but they hence, quote unquote, clean the water. And I won't go too far into that, but go to a natural spring. Have your water out of a glass container if you can, but if it's out of plastic, okay. It's not the best. Microplastic does leach out, get into our systems, builds up, and then we do need to find a way to detox that out of the system. However, even going to the store, a Whole Foods, a Rayleigh's, a city market, and filling up your water there is cleaner than the faucet water. So I have a Kangen water machine that has saved our lives. It's very amazing. I can wash all of our produce, clean with it, all the things. And so that is what I use. But if you have a natural spring, heck to the yeah, go and get that good stuff. Find out where one is. Maybe it's a little bit of a drive away. Make a date out of it. Go take five containers, bring them down, go get it, bring them back. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. That water is so full of H2, which is the smallest molecule that water can be and is the most permeable molecule that can enter the body. And so when we can really get our hydration to go through everywhere in the body from our tissues to the anywhere in the blood into our organs, everything, wow, we will just be so hydrated and so cleansed. <laughs> that was my water tangent. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm passionate today. So eat nourishing food, fruits and vegetables, yum, whole grains, quinoa, rice, delish, meat. If it's sourced in a ethical way, heck to the yes. I've been on a beef binge because I felt so much more alive having beef and I've been able to reverse my anemia. I'm not anemic anymore, but I do take an iron supplement to not fall through that way again. And my hair is growing back. I have so much energy. My nails are constantly growing and I'm needing to trim them. It's marvelous. So finding out what works for your body food-wise, whether that's vegetarian, vegan, you're eating meat, you, you're doing whatever, whatever your regimen is. Feel into it. You know your body. You know it feels good. Stop listening to 20,000 different people and what you to do, including me, and just find what feels good for you. That will help so much. No processed foods, no refined sugars, no enriched or bleached, God forbid, breads or wheats. And even if dairy can come out of your diet, if you want to eliminate gluten, those are just common things that can arouse symptoms that just make us feel not so crisp and clear. Number five, <laughs> make a plan, stick to the schedule, and follow through. Like I said earlier, follow the GPS through and through. And then number six, compassion, rest, balance, self-discipline, love, nourish yourself from the inside out. That is what I'm talking about, my friends. So those five again, meditation, journal, movement, eat, drink, nourishing food and liquids, 
Make a plan, stick to it, follow it through. Self-care. You've got to be balanced. We're in Libra season. If you just hustle, 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 you'll burn out. <clears throat> don't want that. If you just self-care, 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 and don't take action, <clears throat> you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to make any forward progress. And that's, oh, that's so hard to hear because we're in such a, oh, I must do all these things. And then it's three o'clock. We're like, oh my God, I have two hours before my partner gets home. I don't want to work when they're here. <gasps> and we get overwhelmed. So balance. A big suggestion for a tool is to time block your time. Time block it out. And then a quote that I said to Dan the other day, he's like, you, you know what? That is such a you quote. Wow. And this stuck to me. But I said, you know what? You just got to think more romantically and less logically. And not in the sense that you have to think with less logic in the sense of common sense. But if you could think more romantically about your life and follow the love, the joy, the bliss, well, partner, you're going to be a lot more satisfied in this lifetime because it's not going to feel like a drag or an inconvenience. It's going to feel nourishing and fun. Who doesn't want that? I don't know. And so... That's my, my two cents about our transition from summer to fall and where we could be feeling at this time and how we can take control back into our lives in that essence and following it through, trusting it, we'll set that up. Next, we're going to talk about how to become the predominant creative force in your life. And this was a very meaningful conversation book that I had been given by my partner's mom and I want to just pull up the author here real quick because it's an amazing book please read it if you can it's called the past of least resistance learning to become the creative force in your life by Robert Fritz it is amazing it's 17 bucks paperback. It's a really cute flower cover. If you're watching the YouTube, I just showed you the photo of it. But it's like four flowers and a and a line. Very, very huge life-changing book. So what what did I take from it? How can I relay this in my own way? First and foremost, do you want to be true to yourself? Yes or no? And answer that out loud or in your head. Do you want health? Physical health, mental health, emotional health, spiritual health. Yes or no? Say it in your mind or out loud. Three. Do you want freedom? Yes or no? Say that out loud or in your mind. And if you answered yes to any of those, you're ready to make fundamental choices in your own life. Declaring these choices is where we are now at the time to inwardly 
informally choose being true to yourself, health in all the four ways, freedom, and being the predominant creative force in your life. So what does that mean to me? Being the crea the creative, the predominant creative force in your own life. What does that mean? It means that you are willing to take on your own beliefs of health and the four ways being true to yourself and freedom that you will go and you will write out your own definition and you will make choices, which by the way, are spontaneous. Decisions are a collective gathering of past experiences that you make a decision about. So when you go back and audit after your two weeks of trying that morning practice, you will make the decision of what stays and what goes, of what worked and what didn't. And so you're taking your experience from the past and making a decision from that, where a choice comes from your heart, comes from the gut, comes from a download, comes from something erratic that you don't know where it came from. You don't have a past experience or you aren't sure where or how or what it will look like, but you just know you are making this choice and you are creating it as you go and you are learning about it and you are figuring it out and you're applying it and maybe you fail forward. Maybe you have to pivot. Maybe you get to pivot. Maybe you get to recreate, refine it and continue moving forward. It is following joy. It's being focused on what matters to you. It is playing. It's following curiosity. It is being the painter and painting the scenes you want to see, painting the feelings you want to feel, putting what you want to acknowledge, to experience, to live as your focal point, and then making choices to get you to that spot one after another. So if you would like that, then you can follow me by saying aloud, I choose to be the predominant creative force in my life. I choose to be true to myself. I choose health. I choose to be free. So now you get to witness that if you followed a love and you chose those fundamental wants, desires, that you will naturally begin to observe the shifts and the changes when you take the time to consider moving forward in your life, just choosing this, whatever it may be in your moment, this is for the future, for the next decision or choice you make, does this, does choosing this align with my four fundamental principles or not? And you say yes or no. If it does not let you be free, if it does not make a positive impact on your health, if it does not allow you to be true to who you are, it doesn't align because you just made that vow with yourself. 
made a declaration. It's like the Declaration of Independence, freedom of speech, freedom of will. You follow that because those are your rights. Those are your God-given rights that you declared with yourself. You do not push this on anyone else. You can invite and you can share. You can inspire. But this is yours. This is you. You are curating this for your life. And I could give examples of what this looks like. Because naturally, as a human being, we want to know. We want to know what the possibilities are, what different formats are, how to begin. Give me the, the outline and I'll co-learn the picture. But if we are given the outline, then it's not truly unique. And living life in this unique, creative orientation varies from person to person. And an example would make you more likely to try and fit that creation, that certain structure, which is the opposite of what you just declared. So you would, you would try to apply yourself to something that wasn't created by you, which is not the point. You are going in your own brain. You are feeling what lights you up, what excites you, and you are making a plan to follow through. And that, my friend, my my darling friend, that's the that's our whole life. <laughs> that's our whole life. Sometimes we're going to want people to help us with the decisions. Other times we're going to be stubborn as heck and want no one to alter our decisions or our choices. But in this life, you got to listen to what yours are. And you got to answer if it's true to you, if it brings you health, if it brings you freedom. If it restricts or sabotages or is negative to any of those three things, or even being just the predominant creative force in your own life, it's got to go. It's just got to go. So... We put it to work because the best direction you can start and is putting in these choices to work. That's the best way, and it's all experimentation. So I invite you as a starting point to look at your life and get a blank sheet of paper and write down your reality as it is, exactly how it is, where you live. Are you dating somebody? Who is in your life? Who do you hang out with the most? Who are my top five people? What do I consume on social media? What are my fears? What am I, am I sad about? What am I joyful about? What would make my life better? What is depleting my energy? Like what clothes am I wearing right now? What do I eat on a day-to-day -day basis? What kind of water do I drink? How do I take care of my body? How do I take care of my mind? What do I drive? Like everything. Put your reality on paper. So that you are able to look at where you have made a choice that keeps you from being free, healthy, true to yourself and the predominant creative force in your life.
when you can circle, hey, that kind of limits me. This isn't a full fuck yes. This is not my choosing. This is just what I think I need to do. Circle it. Don't be bashful. You are safe with you. That is one of the first steps that you have to be okay with when, as a caveat to this entire process, you must know that you are safe in your body, in your mind, in your soul, in your emotions. Because if we don't feel safe with ourselves, we can't feel safe with anyone else. And no one else can help us feel safe with us except us. Yes, you can work with a mentor, a coach, a therapist, a doctor. You can work with any of those people, but it is really your choice that you have to make. And there comes a time when the excuses just don't work and you must forgive. You must acknowledge, accept, forgive, or acknowledge, accept, feel, forgive, recreate, and believe. And you just got to keep doing that over and over and over again. So the experience that you may have through the shift is going to be a conscious choosing of actions that align with your new choices. Those big three or four statements that I've been repeating this whole time. And that's how you gain control of your life. You gain control by gaining that safety and that trust within you. And one strategy, the one decision strategy that I want to share is, goes a little something like this. So say that you're unhappy with your weight and a lot of bad seems to be happening in your life. Maybe you lost a job or a partner or something is just going wacky and it feels very heavy and you feel resistant to any kind of help. But you're you're brought into an inspirational place and you're fine. Like after a couple talks, you're like, all right, I'm opening up. I'm becoming perceptive. I'm becoming a little bit more gentle with myself and I'm able to absorb the information or what I'm hearing so that I may rise above and become who I want to be or who my future self is. I can believe that I am them now and start making decisions that they would be making because that's a big part of this, knowing who you want to be and then being that person now because you are that person. So if you wanted to lose weight, a story that I've heard that inspires this strategy is there's a guy overweight goes to a inspirational motivational lecture and afterwards by the tapes or is gifted the tapes from the brother because going through a divorce lost his job and just at the end of his line doesn't know what to do well he goes and after getting some money after working a little bit he purchases a suit a suit that does not fit him, that is where he wants to be, what he wants his waist size to be, his pant size, his jacket, whole nine yards. And although the tailor may be smirking or laughing at him, like, wow, you're this heavy and you're trying to get into that suit, you're crazy, but you're buying it. So I'm not going to stop you. But has the audacity to approach that that's the moment you're like wow 
I am making this decision. I am that person already because I'm making decisions that person would make. And so we have to start setting ourselves up for that future. Now, cut out whatever you cut out, make the decision 100%. Because if you make a decision 99% of the time and then allow it that 1%, your brain finds it way harder to keep that devotion in the times where it's, oh, I'm at, maybe you cut sugar, no more sugar, no more processed sugar, fruit, fine, whatever. But you, you go to the birthday party and there's cake and you're like, well, it is a birthday party. It's a situational environment that I'm in. I might as well eat the cake. Why not? It won't kill me. That's the problem right there. Making room for that to be a 99% decision because then your brain will keep making excuses for situational events and outcomes in situations in general. And we don't want to do that because that is not what that future self does. That is still feeding the old self, feeding into the comfort tendencies, feeding into the old version of who we are. And it keeps bringing them back and bringing them back and bringing them back. Repetition is key. And it's a son of a bitch too, because we've been in this repetitive pattern of not living 100% in a decision. So guess what, my dear? It's going to be a little tricky. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to require that self-trust and that self-discipline to fulfill that 100% decision to not give in to situational excuses. The birthday cake, the wedding cake, the Halloween candy, the going to a friend's house and they have stuff out on the table. None of it. You just got to lay down your ground. And no matter what anyone says or does or retaliates you with, isn't your problem. You step away. You extract yourself from the situation if it's harming you or putting your decision in jeopardy. And then that person, well, they might lose a friend because they're not being a friend to begin with. You will have supportive people in your life who will help you run towards the sun in these 100% decisions. Anyone who challenges you, not worth your time. And you get to address that. You get to be the one to say, hey, you know what? You, you did this and it made me feel this way. It made me feel this way because of this. If you are really my friend or whatever this person is to you, then I expect that you do not do this because it makes me feel this way. And if you cannot follow this request or accommodate to this request or apologize and find a new way to re like interact with me, then I'm sorry, but we cannot continue this, whatever it is. And as much as this conversation can suck, and hurt and cause that uh, feeling, it is necessary. It's necessary. It's necessary. And then, wow, well, a year later, bada bing, bada boom. 
You lost whatever weight you wanted to lose. You gained whatever muscle you wanted to gain. You stopped eating the sugar. You feel better. You're inspiring people around you. Everyone's like, oh my God, how did you do that? And you're like, I just listened to who I wanted to be and I became that now so that I would get there. That's the trick. That's the secret, baby. And it's a beautiful secret. And that's my strategy. It's really having that self-discipline. So my last bit on this is when you use self-discipline, you are training yourself to trust yourself. And every time you write a list and you have things on that list and you don't fulfill the things on that list, you are actually subconsciously telling yourself, relaying to yourself that you don't trust yourself. That's the opposite of what we want. So instead, limit what you put on the list until you feel very comfortable and as if you can move at a little bit of a faster pace. How does that sound? Doesn't that sound easier? Like, oh God, I put three things on this list and I get them all done. Amazing. Then you can add one thing. You get it done, wow, superstar. Add one more thing and congratulate yourself. Hug yourself, love yourself and carry on. I really, really hope that this landed. I really, really hope that this was helpful, that you can utilize this that you can go through that routine of five things, ground down with yourself, purify, cleanse, and get right in loving with who you are and where you're going. That you can become that predominant creative force in your own life. That you get to create the world that you want to live in. That you can become the actress or that ultra marathon runner or the podcast queen or king or unidentified or the nature enthusiast content creator news writer broadcaster journaling creator whatever it is that you want to do and that you listen to you that you listen to you and you get it all down my last note is that if you find a method that works for you, use the shit out of it. My method, you know it very well, but it's astrology. I learned astrology so that I could have a better grip on my own life, better grip on my own energy and how I can coordinate what I'm doing with what's happening in the sky because I'm a very energetic feeling human. And I'm not shameful to admit that. I think it's a glorious skill that I have developed because we all have the skill. We all got it. We're all born with this intuitive knowing and being and way, but we've been trained and told and taught to diminish that belief, to diminish the guidance, to diminish our inner power, our sexual arousal and desires, our inevitable intuitive instincts our natural and primal ways of being 
and we've been shamed or hurt or just tragically eroded in that department. And so having practice that is building that back up, building the self-trust, the self-love, the confidence, the belief, and then the knowing, the knowing and the following and the trust and the knowing and the following and the trust and the knowing and the following and the trust and the love to seal it all up like a cherry on top of the ice cream. Not that I really like the fake cherries that they put on ice creams, but a real cherry that has a pit in it because that's the real deal. So needless to say, I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you're thriving and I hope that you are finding balance in your life. I will see you on the next episode of Incredible Conversations and I'm sending all of my love out to you today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Incredible Conversations. Slowly echoes throughout your car as the podcast comes to an end. Sitting there in fascination, curiosity, and solitude, the visions of how you want to superfuel your success dance along in your mind. A deep belief has awakened, and you're empowered to consciously create your life by optimizing your energy and healing from the inside out. You've subscribed to the podcast, have left your five-star review, and shared this episode with a friend because of the new intentions you've created for yourself. You have your foot on the gas, hand on the wheel, and you no longer need a GPS to know where you're going.